Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Alright, surprise, surprise. Welcome in to The Late Show. On a Tuesday evening, News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you guys this evening. And I'm speaking to you tonight with a little bit of, well, I just said it, surprise. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that that Carlos Correa is a member of the Minnesota Twins. And I'm not shocked at him being a member of the Minnesota Twins because um, of his time here last season. Because it seemed like in a genuine sense that he liked being here, that he liked being a twin. I'm surprised, and I think that the majority of you out there have to be a little bit surprised too, in that he ended up coming back to the twins in this way, in a way in which he agreed to a deal with the San Francisco Giants. Then they had second thoughts and passed because of the physical. Then the Mets, who are just spending money all over the place, they're pulling the Oprah Winfrey. You get a contract. You get a contract. You get a contract. They offered him a deal, but then backed out of it, had second thoughts. So then it creates a situation where the Twins are back at the – negotiating table with Carlos Correa and Scott Boris. And they come to an agreement on a deal. And they are finalizing a six-year deal for $200 million. Um, There's a vesting option that could eventually max this thing out at $270 million, it sounds like. And all of this stuff is pending a physical wouldn't it be weird if if the twins they do the new physical and then all of a sudden they're like the Giants they're like the Mets and then he's back on the market? I don't think that that's going to happen, but that would be one of the weirdest things ever. But I guess I'll say this about this entire situation: 
I wanted Carlos Correa to come back. Did I think that it was likely? No. I don't think that anybody saw this this happening at all. I don't think that there's nobody out there. I don't care if you went into a sports book that and you were given a million to one odds that he was going to sign multiple contracts. It not worked out with the Giants and the Mets, and then he land back here in Minnesota. Nobody saw that happening. But now that it seems like he's on the verge of coming back to Minnesota, I do wonder what the general consensus is amongst Twins territory. I'd love to get your reaction to your thoughts at 651-461-9226. I'll give mine. I know that Chris will give his, and we'll talk to Doe Young Park. Major League Baseball reporter covers the Minnesota Twins for MLB.com. He will join us at 630. So he'll give us what he knows, his assessment, how he feels about this entire ordeal in about 20 minutes. But I am in the camp that I like this. Now, I say that I like this because, look, I think that we all, as Twins fans, should appreciate really good players. Is there a risk there? It seems like there's absolutely a risk, okay? There's no question there's a risk. The Giants didn't want to risk it. The Mets didn't want to risk it. The Twins are going to risk it. And I love that. You cannot be a Twins fan and shower them with hate about they don't spend money, they don't do this, they don't do that. They're rolling the dice here on a player that's entering his prime. He is in his prime right now. Carlos Correa is in his prime at the age of 28. So they're rolling the dice here, and I love it. But beyond that, though, the rolling of the dice is a short-term rolling of the dice. And I think that that's the number one reason why Twins fans should feel relieved at this deal. It ain't a 12-year deal. It ain't a 13-year deal. It ain't a 10-year deal. Heck, it ain't even an 8-year deal. Like, the guarantee is that it's a 6-year deal. And if there's any organization that's going to know a little bit more about his body and what he can and cannot do in this particular moment, it's the Twins. Why? Because that's the last team he played for. Now, I'm not sitting here with... MRI images and stuff like that of his ankle. I have no idea. Just like many of you out there have no clue as to how damaged or what the, you know, how, how, how injured. It's not even injured. It's just the recovery from an injury from years ago where he's at with that. And I heard Dan Hayes from The Athletic on with Chad Hartman. Go take a listen back, and he kind of goes through the dynamics of what the injury history has been for Carl Sharia. But at the the end of the day, I, I like this. I like it because we saw what Carl Sharia can do last season. We've known what Carl Sharia can be in Major League Baseball. He's got championship pedigree, and I know that he was on a stacked, loaded Astro squad, but he was one of the big dogs. And can anybody be upset that the Twins 
are more talented with Carlos Correa. Set aside the whole injury thing because it's not like Royce Lewis is not in the organization. He's in the organization until he isn't, right? And we don't know that that's going to even be a thing. I got no issues with it. None whatsoever. It's not a long-term deal. I guess in a twin sense, it's a long-term deal. Because six years and $200 million is a lot of money. But you've got Correa. You've got Buxton. You've got one of the better minor league rosters in all of Major League Baseball. That's been said across the board for Major League Baseball writers and reporters that the Twins absolutely top five in terms of the talent that they have stacked. But your thoughts, your opinions, are you happy? Do you hate it? Where are you at with Carlos Correa? 651-461-9226. Your calls, Chris's reaction, next on The Lake Show. Carlos Correa is back, and we're back here on The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO, 651-461-9226. Getting your reaction. How you feeling about Correa being back in the mix here? I appreciate it. I like it. I mean, you, the more talent, the better. Now, let me be clear about this before we get to, to phone calls here in a second, and we'll talk to Doe Young Park, Twins reporter for MLB.com, coming up here in the next segment. I'm not sitting here feeling like, let's try to map out the parade route for the world championship that we're going to, you know, that we're about to win. Because we need pitching. Okay? Now, now, I actually think our pitching is going to be improved if we can have everybody that has talent on the roster from a pitching perspective be healthy, right? Like you get Kenta back and all these other guys that were dealing with, with injuries. Like If they can be healthy, I, I think we'll take a step forward. It doesn't mean, though, you don't still look around and sniff around for an additional option in terms of adding somebody to your staff. So with that being said, though, just on the surface, looking at Carlos coming back six years, $200 million. I like it. And I, what does this mean for Royce Lewis? And what does this mean just for other shortstops in the organization? Clearly, it kind of blocks the path, at least for right now. But I'm the person that thinks that potentially towards the end of this deal, well, what, 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 could Carlos play third base? Maybe. Well, that's where he was going to play. That's what I'm with saying. The Mets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't think this at all. I mean, you'll find a way to play Royce Lewis in the infield, along with Carlos Correa. They, they will figure something out. They could. All right. Let's go to. Is it C from Brooklyn Park? C. C. Are you there? Hey, Blake, I appreciate you having me on. How you oh, doing? Hey, thanks for the phone call, brother. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, uh, I guess it depends on your franchise and, and what you're trying to do for your franchise. There's so many players out here in all sports that are getting paid a lot of money. And I think that's the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is how much these guys are making and is it really worth it, you know, because they're making so much money. But you have to pay talent in order to get talent. And if your goal as a franchise is to, you know, uh stands, and, and, and you get that name to pack the stands, then you're fulfilling your goal. If it's to win games and you're getting that guy and, and, and you're winning games, then you're fulfilling your goal. 
I think with this one, he, he does have an injury history. But with baseball... But like he doesn't miss games. So he, but he doesn't he doesn't miss a lot of games, though, because of this specific injury that people are concerned about. He doesn't miss games because of it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but he does miss games because of injuries, though. Yes, yes, you know? yes. I mean, yeah. Well, if he get if he get if he gets hit in the hand and he breaks a finger, that's me and you gonna miss a game or two. <laughs> right. But I think I think that's the biggest thing in sports, though. Like anything, me and one of my guys have a conversation about Emmitt Smith. And if he was the best of all time, I said, the thing about Emmitt Smith is you can, you can count on him being there every game. And I think that is the biggest part of all sports. Can you count on that player to be there all games? And with him, it's just like Buxton, unfortunately, they've got an injury history. I'm hoping they both work out. Um, when he's there, he's, he produces. He was a big part of Houston. People forget that, but he was a big part of Houston. He's always clutch when they need him to be clutch. And so I think it's a good signing, uh, but with baseball, it's, it's cyclical. Every year you have injuries, and some people don't. And then when you don't, it's the teams like the Mariners and the teams like, you know, the Brewers and stuff that sneak up on you because everybody stayed healthy. So I'm pulling for the brother. I, I always pull for everybody to uh, get what they can, and I hope it's good for the uh, the Twins, even though I'm a Cardinals fan. All right, I appreciate the phone call from C checking in here. Uh, he likes it for the Twins. L- let me say this real quick. I don't view, and maybe get your thought on this, Chris, I don't view Carlos Correa in the same light as Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton um, is oft injured. Yeah. Carlos Correa is not oft injured. I, I, think that they're, I think that they're different. Like, it, I'm not going to sit here. Carlos Correa missed some time. And part of it last year, I think that they tried to keep him fresh. And yeah. he, he, had the, uh, he got hit in the hand and all that and then stuff. Then he had COVID whatever. and it was... Yep. So, yeah. so, so, but when he was with Houston, he wasn't missing time. And he, no. and, and for this specific injury, he has not been missing games. No. And, and that's the thing. Like everybody's talking about this injury he had, he had back in 2014. We're 2022. The agreement is six years. Like to me, this is the sweet spot of what the Twins could have offered. Anything over seven, eight years, it scares me because it's sunken money. You can go back and, and, you know, we've talked about it at nauseum. There are certain deals you get to that point. You're like, well, what are we going to do with this player? Because he's a liability. You're getting Carlos Correa. At the end of this deal, he's going to be 34. He's still got the opportunity to sign another big-time deal. But at that point, I feel like the Twins are going to get the best years of Carlos Correa. And worrying about this injury that happened back in 2014, mm-hmm. like to me, I'm not even thinking this is an issue. There are other things that I feel could be more of a concern, but – this is like a best-case scenario for the Twins. It, it clearly is a concern because all the other Major League Baseball teams have been concerned about it. But the difference between the Giants and the Mets situation mm-hmm. is, and the Twins situation is, we're going six. We're not going a dozen years. It, it, exact. That is exactly <laughs> it because you worry about arthritis. You worry about all of these issues. That what, what might happen in years eight, nine, ten? Twins don't have to worry about that. And Carlos Correa, I think when it was all said and done, the writing was on the wall with Scott Boers that they couldn't get double double digit years. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the ankle thing was enough there for them to be like, you know what, six years is the best deal we're going to get in this particular moment. Look, if he's injury free this entire time, he's going to get more money down the road. Absolutely, yeah, no question. A- absolutely, and, and that's what works into the Twins' favor. It's six years. I mean, you're talking thirteen years, ten, like. The twins are not even coming close to that. So there's the, the risk is minimized. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's go to Karen in Northeast. What's going on, Karen? Hey. 
Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm No, I'm thrilled about this situation. Um, I never thought it would happen. I'm shocked, but I'm really happy. I think the mentoring he does, um, the clubhouse presence, and to me the bottom line is we're better with him than without him. Yeah, I, I think that – and this is another thing, Karen, because you go to so many – uh, twins games and you are mm-hmm. an absolute like like your top tier twins fan didn't it seem like last year and I know that I'm up in the press box and I'm around the team a, a lot more than, than the average person clearly because of my job and w- where I work but didn't it seem right. like he like he truly liked being here like that was the sense that I got and I haven't talked to any reporter or any and I'm, we're gonna have Do Young Park on in a, in a couple of minutes mm-hmm. I didn't talk to mm-hmm. anybody that believed that he did not like it or he was faking that he liked Minnesota clearly he liked Minnesota enough to come back here I agree I agree I, I think that's absolutely right and the caller before said something about Byron and and Correa and there, there's just no comparison I you know I like Byron but I mean he he missed so many games Correa didn't miss games because of that and the other thing is you know he has an injury from what did you say 2004 is that what you're dying to say now 14 thank yep. you yeah 14 yep. yeah not or hello 14 I mean and I show me a player who doesn't have an injury from some point in his career. Hey, I'm going to show you my, my toe injury back from my uh, my eighth grade football days. You're going to be like, dang it, Lake, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that. That's why. No, I, I'm thrilled, and I, I think it's so much, It's a very, like I said, I didn't think it would happen. I'm very, very happy it is happening. I'm, I'm very happy. And he'll have the biggest contract ever since Joe, And but that's okay. That's okay. Yep, I'm you with know? you. Yep. I think he brings too much. You know, it, the it's just he's. I just think we're a much better team with him. Yep. Thanks for the phone call from Karen in Northeast. Yes. Look, I Thanks see, I see upside here. I don't see a downside to this deal. Very, very little risk with this for the Twins. I agree. What is Do Young Park, Twins reporter for MLB.com? What does he have to say about it? We'll talk to him after weather on the Lake Show. All right, it's time to talk to friend of the show, Do Young Park. I mean, he is the Jeopardy guy. He's my go-to Jeopardy guy when I want to, you know, see Jeopardy or talk about Jeopardy at the ballpark. Joe Young Park, Twins reporter for MLB.com. He joins us here on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline to talk about Carlos Correa coming back to, uh, to the state of Minnesota and playing for the Minnesota Twins. Six years, $200 million. First off, it's been a while since we chatted. How you doing, Doe? Good to hear from you. Not too many Jeopardy gods I know gone over for 2 on Jeopardy, <laughs> but I appreciate the sentiment, man. Oh, man, it's all good, man. You know we got mad love for, for Do Young Park here on the show. All right, man, so, like, this is so weird how everything played out. He tries to sign or he signs a deal with the San Francisco Giants. They have second thoughts. The Mets, they say, we're we're on the, the bandwagon to get Carlos Correa. That doesn't happen, and now we're here back in Minnesota, six years, $200 million. I guess, how would you describe kind of the twists and turns that we've seen with this entire story over the course of the last two and a half, three weeks? Absolutely nuts. I, <laughs> I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I think, I, I think it's safe to say for me that this is the craziest single free agency I've ever been aware of. I, I think the first turn from the Giants to the Mets was already crazy enough. That was already, my God, what's happening. Now a second turn, a third team getting involved. So that it's, it's absolutely crazy. But when this is a saga that doesn't just go back one year, it goes back two years to 
just kind of all of the circumstances over the last two years, from the lockout, all the physical stuff that's happened this offseason with Correa. They're twice in two years now, the exact situation that the Twins needed to end up with Carlos Correa. The, maybe the only situation in which the Twins end up with Carlos Correa. It's happened twice in two years. And, and after all this insanity, it looks like the Twins have their guy again. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it, it just kind of looks like the universe is driving these sides together. Hey, so let me ask you this. So last year when the news broke that Correa was coming here, I was laying in bed on a, was it, it was a late Friday night, Saturday morning. I was on the Vegas Strip. So I'm laying in my hotel room, and I just I picked up my phone, and I'm rummaging through Twitter, and I see the, the, the news break, and I'm like, whoa, what the heck is going on here? I was like, man, this is Christmas Day, right? Because it was, you know, it was March. I'm there for March Madness and having a lot of fun. But do you think that at that particular time, in, ter- in terms of looking at his free agency a year ago, that the same concerns health-wise about the ankle were there then and that played a part into him coming here in the first place? I don't think so, and I think part of that is that there just wasn't time for that to happen. I think that's something that was, pretty, that was emphasized at the time is that you've got to remember that leading into, leading into all of that last year, there was, the, uh, there was the lockout. That was the thing that shrouded all the free agency. And that, and coming out of free agency, that was a thing where they were saying, you know, it's tough to talk ownership into a long-term deal. It's tough to even make kind of an approach about that sort of deal when the lockout's thrown everything into disarray. Everything's happening on such short notice coming out of the lockout when spring training is getting underway right away. Remember, Correa signed, uh, Correa signed like when we were, when I was in Florida for spring training, he came to camp late. Um, and when you're talking to, when you're talking about the twins deal last year, it's also a three-year deal. is very different from a 13-year deal that the Giants first had with Correa versus the uh, 12-year deal with the Mets, and now even the six years. It's a, it's a very different situation that came about, and I think a um, couple of circumstances with the, uh, with the lockout, with the agency change, and all of that kind of led to the discussions more being around the short-term deals for Correa last year. And yeah. then so I think it's just kind of a fundamentally different uh, situation that he found himself in two years in a row. Talking to Minnesota Twins reporter for MLB.com, Doe Young Park, here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Doe Young Park. Just look up his name. He's joining us on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. All right, so this is, I mean, this is just the perfect situation when you say for the Twins, you don't have to go 10 years. You don't have to go 12 or 13. You can go six. And you're talking about a guy who's got the championship pedigree. He's got all the talent in the world, and he is in his prime right now. Right. And I think when you look at it that way, and when you look at six years, $200 million guaranteed for Carlos Correa in his prime, this is his age 28 season to his age 33 season. I don't think there's any way you can possibly dislike what the twins did with this deal. They, this is the largest, the largest guarantee by years and by money they've ever made to a free agent. You know, there's always been the criticism of this ownership group and of this front office. Will they spend? Will they, you know, put their money where their mouths are when the time when push comes to shove? And maybe they weren't going to go 13 years and $350 million originally as the Giants did. But few, few, few teams in baseball will. There's maybe four or five teams in baseball that'll do that. They hung tight. And then the opportunity presented itself for a deal like this. There's risk involved for sure. I mean, two teams have passed on him because of the medicals. But here they are. They're ready to take advantage. They took the plunge. And when you're a team like the Minnesota Twins, you kind of have to do that. And, again, 
whatever concerns with the ankle there are, this takes him through his age 33 season. That's a prime shortstop. That's a prime shortstop right there. And is, you know, just at his physical peak and the additional four years that could come into play there as vesting options, those are at a much, much lower average annual value. So it accomplishes a couple things. It really mitigates the risk. It can be up to a 10-year deal, but it mitigates the risk in a lot of ways that I think will make the Twins comfortable in the longer term, which is when ostensibly these ankle issues might potentially be of a bigger concern as he gets into his mid to late 30s. At the same time, Correa has been clear throughout this whole process. I want to set down my roots somewhere. I want to make an impact on an organization, help build an organization, help nurture an organization. Gives him the chance to do that too. Six to 10 years, it's a long time. 2028 is going to be the final guaranteed season, and he can go four years beyond that. So this is a commitment on both sides, unlike anything we've seen in this club's history. And at least where the guarantee stands, like I said, I don't think you can be upset at all about how this deal's gone. Doe, what does this mean for Royce Lewis, and what does this mean for Brooks Lee? Because those are two talented young players in the minor league system. Yeah, and here's, here's the Twins' philosophy on that, which is something I agree with. There is no such thing as having too much up-the-middle talent. Up-the-middle talent comes at a premium in this game. You can take an up-the-middle guy and play him not up-the-middle. Like You can take a center fielder and you can bump him out to left field. You can bump him out to right field. He'll be an above-average player in those situations. You cannot take a non-up-the-middle player, a third baseman or first baseman, a corner outfielder, and push him up the middle. So like you mentioned, the Twins have Correa. The Twins are going to have Royce Lewis when he comes back hopefully late summer from that torn ACL again. Brooks Lee is going to be pushing in the high minors this year. All three of them are sensibly can play shortstop, but that's a good problem to have. Whether maybe a trade conversation happens for a premier piece, or maybe you move one of them off shortstop, or maybe somebody gets hurt, as has been the case with Royce Lewis for the last two years. It gives him a lot of insurance, and uh, having too much talent at, two, at the premier position on the field It's a good problem to have, and I think that's where they've always stood, and that's where they're going to continue to stand. We saw last year they tried to put Royce Lewis uh, in center field to make it work, maybe a DH and that sort of thing, and uh, they're not going to say no to too much talent, that's for sure. Well, Correa's in the mix, uh, Vasquez's in the mix, Joey Gallo, Kyle Farmer. Let me ask you this. Do you Mm -hmm. think that as we look at their offseason, first off, how would you grade their offseason to this particular point, and – do you think that there is a move or a name that we should be thinking about in terms of pitching that might, they might try to snatch up here um, at the last minute before things get hot and heavy with spring training? And look, I understand that they got a lot of guys that are returning and coming back, and you know, I'm 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 so excited to see what Kent is going to bring to the table and other guys that have been kind of injured here over the course of the last season. But uh, do you think that they will? sniff out any more pitching and just your thoughts on just the guys that they have in the mix here in this offseason already. Yeah, you cannot get around the fact that before this move, I think it was a very uninspiring offseason for the Twins. They had a lot of money to spend. There were a lot of uh, premier free agents on the market. They made no effort to hide their interest in the premier free agents, the likes of Carlos Correa, Carlos Rodon, you know, the very top end of the market. They were after that. They had the money to spend on that and they didn't emerge with that. Uh, I mean, they, they, they filled the holes on the roster that they needed to fill to a certain extent, but especially with the optics of coming off a very disappointing 78 and 84 season, third place finish in a season where they had really high hopes, I don't think that was going to cut it. And so this has really changed the, ter- changed the tenure of that. 
At the same time, I don't think you can be satisfied with what you have here. Because, again, this is a 78-84 and 84 team. You can talk about the injuries and all that. The injury risk is still going to be there. And you're bringing in Correa, but you're bringing back Correa to that same team that uh, did finish, that did have that disappointing finish last year. So I think there's a couple moves that, that can be made. I mean, we've talked about the trade market kind of coming into play. That's something that the Twins didn't think was really going to materialize until after the new year. So coming into this kind of time period, I think they got a glut of corner outfielders. Uh, I mean, the, the Marlins always have a glut of young pitchers that uh, I think are going to uh, be at the topic of these conversations. Here's what I've said about the pitching staff in particular. They're, they, they have no need to raise the floor of the pitching staff. And I think that's something different than where the twins have found themselves in the years past, where in the last couple of seasons, I've looked at the pitching staff and I'm like, who are they going to pitch in these situations? They don't have that on either the rotation or the bullpen. What they do have a need for is to raise the ceiling. They have a lot of guys like the, the Joe Ryan, the Kenta Maeda, the Sonny Gray, you know, those types of guys, the Tyler Malley's now, um, they form a very solid foundation. They're front, they're front of the rotation, front half of the rotation pitchers. But if you can get a really exciting young ace caliber guy, I think that's really where the need lies. Whether it's one of the Marlins guys, or I think Zach Gowan from Arizona um, has been a uh, has been a pitcher that's been talked about in trade conversations and that sort of thing. I think that's kind of the next step. But at the same time, you know, they they've done what they've needed to do so far this offseason, but they're kind of at the critical point where every win matters, every push matters, especially in a winnable division, especially with the expanded playoffs. So everything they can do to get to that point, uh, now that they have this team to build around, this core Buxton and Correa to build around, that's going to be important now. Awesome, man. Hey, Doe Young Park, give them a follow on Twitter, at Doe Young Park, twins reporter for MLB.com. Hey, Doe, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks a lot, Henry. Appreciate you. Good to hear your voice. All right, take care. That's Doe Young Park joining us here on The Lake Show. Let's break, come back. We'll wrap up hour one next. I like the move. Chris likes the move. Karen likes the move. C likes the move. Doe Young Park likes the move. So are we all saying that we like this move? 651-461-9226. How about I put it like this? If you don't like the move of signing Carlos Correa for six years and $200 million, Tell me why you don't like the move. Because we've taken calls so far, and just a couple, and they like the move. I like the move. Chris, you like the move. Yes. We've talked about this. Doe likes it. But is there anybody out there in the listening audience that doesn't like this? I'd like to know why. Or you can hit us up on the text line, which is the Cities One Plumbing talk and text line, 651 Four six one nine two two six. I think. I think if we did a poll, I think that eighty percent of fans would like this move, and I think there's probably about twenty percent out there that wouldn't like it. And that twenty percent would say, "No, we want pitching." And then my question would then be, "What pitcher you want?" Yeah, I've I've had a couple people <clears throat> that have said, "Yeah, we need pitching." It's like absolutely you need pitching, but at the same time, what options were out there free agent wise? Like you're going to have to go to the trade route, and as Doe was saying you got to wait for that market to materialize. So, I, I mean, overall, I think you got to be pleased with how this all transpired. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I know that there's probably a small percentage of people out there that are looking at Carlos Correa, and they're probably looking at him and they're saying, you know what, we like him, but we're not in love with him. Not only that 
the risk right there in terms of the injury stuff, I'm not really sure that I'm on board with that. So I'm sure that there are some skeptics out there. I am absolutely sure that there's some skeptics out there because of the risk via injury or just looking at him and saying, you know what, I like him as a baseball player, but I just I don't love him as a player. Let's take a phone call from Clark in St. Paul. What's up, Clark? Hey, hey. Um, yeah, I. well, my big thing is he kind of – Kind of used us a little bit, right? Didn't want to be here. Then two people turned him down. He's like, actually, you guys are all right. So that alone disqualifies him a bit. But don't I you think, think – but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me – and I, I'll let you hop back in. Don't – I don't – I'm not sure if I agree with that. This is a business, and he was looking to maximize his opportunity to leverage his opportunity into getting a, a 10 to 12-year deal. Those two opportunities materialize, then those organizations kind of backed out. So, I, in a way, I see what you're saying, Clark, but I don't really, I don't fault him for trying to get the best deal possible. I'm not saying, and it's not like he was in love with this. I never, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down that road and feel like, like he loves us here, right? But, but I do think that he he likes it here in Minnesota, not to the point of 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 this being the first stop. But you see what I'm saying? I think that's a fair point. And so the, my second point is just the Twins organization itself, whereas I feel like they, they're constantly like, we'll spend enough to keep you interested, but not enough to win. Mm. I, if we're going to do that, I like the pitching angle too. I think if you're going to spend just a little bit, it's better off doing pitching. Um, and I, I just generally, I, like I was a season ticket holder. I let them go because I feel like they just won't do it to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And that, so like – if you're going to be on the cheap, probably pitching is where your dollar is best spent. You hope you get a nice prospect. I also wish they would not be afraid to trade some prospects because you also can trade for, you know, you can trade prospects for a great player. You can also trade a player for great prospects. It works both ways. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Clark in St. Paul. I don't disagree with anything that he just said there at the end of that phone call. I really no. don't. And, 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 and to be fair, and you kind of, your eyebrows were raised and mine were too in agreement, I think that that is a sentiment, not just from Clark and St. Paul, I think that's a sentiment from a lot of Twins fans. And I'm not saying it's 100%, but I think that there are a lot of Twins fans that have the same sentiment as Clark, that the Twins spend just enough to keep fans interested. Well, you know what? We were in on this guy. You know, We had interest. It just didn't work out. We, we are the land of 10,000 excuses, right? But... At the end of the day, I think you look at this, and absolutely, it, it's a business. But if Carlos Correa didn't want to be here, there's no way they would have even have entertained the Twins offer. I'm with you, man. A more Twins conversation coming up here at the top of the hour. Does this change your perception of the Twins offseason? We'll take those phone calls next year on The Late Show. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.